Well, hello there and welcome to episode 63 of the Whiskey Wonder Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Lewis. Thanks for tuning in. Certified bourbon steward from the Stave and Thief Society and Maker's Mark Ambassador. In the world of whiskey, there's so much to talk about. And sometimes cutting podcasts are hard because there's so much to talk about in such a cornucopia. I don't know where to start sometimes. And one of the places I want to talk to you, and I don't know if I'm going to do two podcasts tonight, but I just appreciate each and every one of you. We're at about, you know, over 20 countries around the world listening in. Welcome to Jamaica, the newest country. Thank you for joining us in our international family. And there's so much to share. There, there's so much I want to share and, and talk about. And uh, I'm excited to talk about with you. And I didn't know really where to start. But since we have an international family, I want to talk about tonight. I definitely want to talk about the San Francisco Spirits Competition for 2021. As I noted before, that is like the Oscars. That is like the Oscars of, you know, awards in the world of alcohol. And so I want to talk about that uh, tonight as well. I want to start out, though, with Ken's Bar. Sorry, Ken. I know I need to, you know, promote more your uh, online and it came to mind tonight. So I've got to talk about Ken. I'm going to see, and I thought about that because I'm going to see Ken uh, this weekend, and uh, I'm going to see him and have a little whiskey and enjoy a nice dinner uh, with him and his family. So I appreciate that. Thank you, Ken. Shout out to him. We've done podcasts before, and one of the things that I want to talk about was Ken's Bar. Great site. He gives so much insight on the world of alcohol, and he's not just whiskey too, because Ken has a background. Uh, in alcohol. He's worked with some prestigious, uh, you know, the creme de la creme of alcohol and his background. And so check him out at kensbar.org. He does a lot of writing. His blog is the, I think he had let me quote from him uh, from his website, kensbar.org. And he does say, my midlife crisis because I can't afford a Corvette. So he has things on beer, wine, whiskey, and a picture actually of his bar that I'll be seeing uh, pretty soon this week. And uh, so please check him out. And don't forget my friends at woodlab.co. Check them out too on Instagram. Check them out online. They can ship internationally anywhere in the world since this is an international podcast. They'll make you, they'll make you a bar if you want and ship it around the world. So woodlab.co. Check my friends out there and kensbar.org for a lot of great information on whiskey, wine, and beer. One of the things I want to talk about was the international, the San Francisco International Spirits Competition for 2021. I want to talk about, and I know South Africa, I want to get a little international flavor here, no pun intended with the whiskey and flavor, but they had, uh, you know, a lot of different awards and the best other whiskey that they had for five year old that won uh, an award here, a best of class. And these are the best of class. So when you look at best other whiskey, five-year-old, congratulations to three ships. So congratulations, South Africa, to winning that. That's fantastic. So well, uh, so definitely uh, a medal. I'm sure that they uh, welcome very much. Best Canadian Chronicles 43-year-old whiskey, Canadian Club. So congratulations to them out of Canada. Again, these are the best of class. So best Canadian whiskey, Canadian Club. We're going through the 2021 internet, the um, San Francisco 
San Francisco Spirits Competition for 2021. These are the best of class winners. So congratulations to Canadian Club. One of the ones that uh, I was looking at, one of my personal favorites in the world of Tennessee whiskey, haven't had a chance to get it yet because this is the 1820 version. I have the, I've had 1884. I've had um, the other various... Uh, Uncle Nearest's, but the one I have not had was the 1820. The 1820, that one is hard to find, but best of class, Tennessee whiskey. Congratulations to Uncle Nearest 1820. So best Tennessee whiskey for best of class, San Francisco International Spirits Competition 2021. Congratulations to Uncle Nearest, best of class, best Tennessee whiskey. And again, it's the 1820 premium single barrel whiskey from Uncle Nearest. So congratulations to them. I love Uncle Nearest, but I don't have the 1820, but it just rave reviews. And of course, with, I believe I read a little over 3,800, over 3,800 submitted entries in this year's competition. So you're looking at nearly 4,000. That is a lot. So we're definitely mentioning the creme de la creme. Oh, when I was looking and doing my research and I said, wow, I'm so thankful because I have two bottles sitting at home. And this one won actually best of show. It was only the second bourbon, actually, in the history of the competition to win best of show little controversial, though, the year it won it. But you, those of you that know your alcohol know what I'm talking about uh, and know your alcohol competitions here with San Francisco and knowing the history, if you're familiar with it. Best single barrel bourbon up to 10 years. And yes, drum roll, please, probably. You guessed it. Henry McKenna from Kentucky, USA. Best single barrel bourbon. Henry McKenna, bottled and bond, 10 years won best single barrel bourbon up to 10 years. Congratulations to Henry McKenna, bottle and bond, 10 years. Congratulations, great job. They won a, several years ago, best of show in the San Francisco Spirits Competition. Controversial, but boy, I tell you what, the price, I remember finding that on the shelf for like $29.95 and now the retail price, at least uh, as I've seen online, up to $50 now. So congratulations to them winning best of class within the best single barrel bourbon up to 10 years. So congratulations to uh, Henry McKenna, to you guys. I know I've got a couple bottles at home and I've been keeping those solid. I've already had some Ken going to Ken's place before. I've had Henry McKenna, so I don't need to close my bottles right now, but congratulations there. And uh, there's a lot to talk about, but uh, I definitely wanted to share some of those. And they have uh, so many other things but I focus on the, the whiskeys on this one. But I will mention, congratulations, and this is what you've all been waiting for, the best of show whiskey. Because I you know this, uh, you know, I've talked about Henry McKenna before winning the best of show uh, several years ago. And for this year's competition, 2021 San Francisco Spirits Competition 2021 winner, this is the best of show. This is over everything. This is everything. Best of show. There's a lot of, lot of um, 
alcohol going on. This is the best in show whiskey. And I guess I could do definitely a drum roll, please. My drums there, my makeshift table for my drums on actual drums. But I guess that's what we best we can do right now. Congratulations to the best of show whiskey for this year's 2021 San Francisco Spirits Competition, Glen Scotia. 25-year-old single malt scotch out of Scotland. So congratulations to them having best of show. Glenn Scotia, 25-year-old single malt scotch from Scotland. So congratulations uh, to them. Best of show in the whiskey. And you can go online, too, and check this stuff out. You know, uh, go online, do a little Google search on, you know, San Francisco Spirits Competition Dr. Google will help you find the site online, and then you can read all about it that more than I have time to do. And if you're interested in other kind of alcohol, they've got plenty uh, for you to check out. So really wanted to uh, cut a podcast really and talk about the San Francisco Spirits Competition. It's a big to do. It's like the Oscars of the alcohol world, uh, alcohol awards. And so check out online at SP spiritscomp.com and you can go online that way and check them out and so i thought uh and this again this was uh wonderful congratulations to the winners and you can read you know all about it i think that's fantastic one of the things i did want to because i'm local now i'm heading a little bit now back to the united states but more focused on my home area in boise idaho and the news stories that have been coming out recently in the past you know, week or two weeks, and which is in on our TV stations and all those kind of things is, uh, and here's the headline too from KTVB.com, uh, Channel 7, uh, my home area, one of the TV stations here in Boise, Idaho. And one of the things I noticed was that they have uh, aggressive Aggressive customers prompt changes at Idaho's liquor stores because I know there's been increasing aggressive behavior in customers, at least locally here, trying to get like the unicorn bottles and showing up with the trucks show up and trying to see, hey, um, what do you have in the back room and those kind of things. And I guess some people are just getting too aggressive. And this is actually from November 1st, uh, not too long ago within a week's period of time. And so state officials here in Idaho are actually changing some things where they're trying to say, hey, here's what's going on. And so they have new rules and we're kind of reading online here. It says the Idaho State Liquor Division uh, late last month announced the new rules involving rare but highly sought after bourbons, whiskeys, and other small batch liquor offerings. And so they've had what they're calling unsavory behavior by customers that are actually harassing the workers and causing, you know, hardship on them and, and behavior that's, uh, you know, definitely uh, not wanted. And so what happens is that the new rules that they're uh, doing, they're, they're saying, I'm quoting this from the KTVB, and you can go online and look this up, but they say in an effort to thwart bad behavior, reduce hoarding and add excitement to the shopping experience, we have decided to experiment with a treasure hunt approach and how we allocate and merchandise rare products in our retail stores. And this is what the Idaho State Liquor Division wrote in, in the announcement. The new rules mean the agency will now sporadically allocate rare products 
across its 67 retail outlets. The agency has also stopped listing rare product inventory on its website. So that ended up being a problem because you go online before and you go online and then people would be looking it up and then, and then trying to get to these liquor stores. And so now they're going to be trying to disperse these kind of like where you're kind of surprised now when you just show up at the store and you go, oh, wow, there's that, you know, unicorn bottle. So they'll be doing more of that now. And I'll let you kind of read more on that. But due to behaviors are changing kind of ways now, some of those uh, alcohols, those unicorn bottles are coming out more of those uh, rarities. So you might want to kind of be on the uh, lookout uh, for some of those. And it says an item is not for sale unless it is displayed on a retail shelf. Officials noted adding that employees have been instructed to sell only items that are on display. So something to think about when you're carousing, uh, you know, to the liquor store, perusing through the selections of the liquor stores here. And you're looking at these things. And so something to think about. And that's basically for uh, us locally here, those of us that uh, live uh, in Idaho. So I just wanted to kind of share that. There's some things I, I definitely wanted uh, definitely wanted to share. And uh, that was definitely uh, one of them uh, as well. So one thing uh, to think about, you know, is kind of impacts, that behavior kind of impacts, you know, um, everybody else. So be thinking about uh, that in the future when you go to the liquor store. One of the things I did want to get back to, because I have a lot of listeners in Ohio and now getting out of uh, Idaho into Ohio now, is uh, going back to one thing I did want to mention was the results of the San Francisco Spirits competition, where uh, congratulations, best in class here this year at San Francisco Spirits competition, best American blended whiskey, whiskey war barrel proof. So whiskey war barrel proof, congratulations to them at a high bank uh, distillery. Ohio, USA. So congratulations to them. So I kind of want to do a shout out to Ohio since I have a lot of listeners uh, there in the United States. And congratulations to them. Best American blend of whiskey, uh, whiskey bar barrel proof. So congratulations to them uh, from High Bank Distillery, Ohio, USA. So congratulations uh, to them. And that's uh, wonderful. And uh, so and there's a lot, a lot here. Um, I could go with and, and, and talk about, but I, again, I don't like to make these podcasts uh, very long. I try to not, you know, definitely don't want to get it a half an hour, but just kind of wanted to, again, no pun intended, wet, uh, wet your whistle on some of these things, San Francisco Spirits Competition and some of the things locally in Idaho, uh, definitely because of aggressive behavior that has happened. It's changed some of the rules now on how you're going to be finding these whiskeys. So that means you're going to have to probably travel around some liquor stores. Don't be bothering customer. Uh, don't be bothering the people working there. Uh, be um, good, uh, good shoppers and uh, make sure that you make an enjoyable experience for everybody involved when you go and pick up uh, your whiskeys and uh, make sure it's uh, something that is definitely appropriate. Because it happens, it changes rules for everybody. And then when we go to liquor stores too, so something to think about. So now uh, don't be bothering uh, these uh, people that are working there. Don't be bothering them on, hey, what's in the back room? So there's there's ways before in the past that you could ask for these things appropriately and, and with protocols and stuff. And now people have just been getting angry and too aggressive uh, with the people working there. So we really have to be careful on those things because they've changed the rules. 
on that. So now when you go to the liquor store, just make sure that you're looking for whatever's out on the shelf. And it's kind of makes a little bit of hunting for these bottles kind of a little bit more exciting now because you never know what you're going to find when you go to these liquor stores. And so um, best wishes and good luck in looking for your favorite bottles because now they uh, sell what is actually on the shelf. And so go ahead and, and um, good luck in your hunting experience looking for those special bottles. And I know over the years, uh, some of these bottles too, uh, they're very, very sought after, and um, I've talked about some of those before, so it'll be interesting. I'm, I'm looking forward to getting to the liquor stores, too, myself, and kind of looking and saying, hey, what's going on here? Some of these bottles, see if I can find something. I know I have my list of things that I'm looking for, and I still love to find myself a, you know, create your own perfect bourbon from Weller. That's one of my unicorn bottles I would love to find. Weller 12, another one that I love to find, and so anyway... Thank you for tuning in to episode 63. This is episode 63 of the Whiskey Wonder Podcast. I appreciate each and every one of you. Thank you so much for listening because I know there's a lot of podcasts out there that you can listen to. Thank you for tuning in. Remember, always drink safely, responsibly, and with moderation. Thanks for tuning in and cheers.